You're listening to Mornings with Kelly and Steve on Moody Radio, from the word to life. Chris Brooks, you hear him every weekday afternoon on Equipped at 1 o'clock on Moody Radio. And glad to have him along with us. Chris, how you doing? Well, Kelly, uh, first off, good morning. It is always good to be with you. It's always great to hear your voice. And I love our friends in Indy. With that being said, this has been a difficult couple of days for um, our community. As you know, uh, I was born and raised in Michigan. Uh, graduate of Michigan State University, proud member of uh, the Spartan family. And so the events of the last two days have left all of our hearts heavy and looking to Jesus for his comfort and grace. Uh, But I'm grateful that men and women I'm seeing in our community uh, drawing closer to one another. Uh, I'm seeing a, a tremendous amount of ministry take place and it's always encouraging in moments like this, Kelly, when you see the church being the church, loving people and loving God. And so while our hearts are heavy, we're super grateful. You know, when I my my customary routine in the morning, Chris, is when I wake up, that alarm clock rings, I will roll out of bed and I, I grab my phone, I'll flip through and look for any messages that may yeah. have come in overnight. And I want to see very quickly what's what's going on in the news before I get up and, and start getting ready to come into the office. And when I saw what had happened at Michigan State, my heart just sank. And I just said, oh, no, Lord, not another school yeah. shooting. And I love, by the yeah. way, Michigan State, big Michigan State fan. And uh, <laughs> I, always ha- I, liked you. <laughs> I, I always have been. And I, I remember yeah. rolling through town and seeing the stadium for the first time in my life. And I that's just that was an awesome feeling. But that, that's neither here nor there. But when I, I saw yeah. what had happened, I mean, seriously, I just could yeah. not get over it. And yeah. um you know, I wanted to talk to you about that today, and this is just, it seems to be becoming an epidemic in our yeah. country, and yeah. how are you, how are you talking to people about this in, sure. in your circle, where, where you're located, and how do you, how do you talk to people about how we should respond to things like this, because yeah. what's happening in our country, Chris, is really concerning to me, and there's so much going on culturally anyway, but it just doesn't feel to me like, you know, we, we have faith in God. We know that he cares for us. And I'm yes. not I'm not fearful, but it seems like in some ways no place is safe anymore. The yeah. world is just not the way it was when you and I were kids. Yeah, it, it, it is different. And let me just say uh, a few things. Number one, um, you're right that it, it should not feel normal to us. It should not ever be uh, so commonplace to us that death feels normal, in particular, tragic death like this. And so uh, it's a reminder to us that our hearts are longing for something beyond this world, Kelly. Uh, the fact of the matter is, though the world may be felt safer in our generation and in generations past, the Bible is very clear uh, that on this side of heaven, there's really no safe place what there is is a safe person and and that person is jesus christ the fact of the matter is that um the world that we live in is fallen all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of god 
And though there are times when maybe we don't feel as vulnerable, and that's a grace even in itself that God shields us from all the evil in the world. If we had a God's eye view of the world, we would recognize that it's far more full of evil than what we realize. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, is that so am I. I am the verdict of humanity, you, myself, everyone uh, born uh, to this world, we're all equally as fallen. And so that leads me to what the solution is. And, you know, I'm associated not only with Michigan State, but I did my doctoral work, or I've been doing it at Asbury. And some of your listeners mm-hmm. may have heard about the revival right. that's happening there. A chapel that started a week ago is continued on. The simple chapel now going into a seventh day of students gathering to pray, to repent, to cry out to God. And so those two images, the fall that happens because of separation from God, because of sin and separation from one another, despair fills our heart, it results in self-harm and destructive behavior towards others. What's the remedy? Well, we're seeing it in Asbury. It is a generation turning back to God, crying out to Him. And that's why you and I do what we do every day, doing our best to remind people that Jesus is Lord, there's hope in Him, the grace that our hearts yearn for is found in Him. And so that's the message for Michigan State, that's the message for Indy, that's the message for all of us this morning. Look to Jesus, He is the hope of this life and the life to come. Chris, for for parents that are listening, and you're a dad, um, yes, you got you've got a beautiful family, man. I I see your kids thank on Facebook, you. and I I love that you're sharing them with us. Yeah, uh, and I'm I'm you. not just saying that to be kind. They are just <laughs> the cutest kids in the world. But for those of us that are parents and and raising kids that we're hoping to be able to send off to college one day, I'm just curious because I, I I think that you and your wife are obviously I I think you're great parents to see the time you spend yeah. with them and you yeah. invest in your kids. Um, we yeah. we got to send our kids out into this world, and I, I appreciate you know the the contrast that you are drawing between what's happening at yeah. Asbury and what's happening in secular universities, and this is a tough world. But give some encouragement, if you would, to, to yeah. people that are raising their kids right now, and they see what's happening out there because even. Even Christian parents are raising kids, and we're, we're seeing our kids taken off, and, and some of them are becoming prodigals, and that's yeah. tough, too. Yeah, it is. It is. You know, I remember Kelly having a conversation with a missionary uh, mom and dad. They were sitting out. Their young adult had decided to go into the mission field, and you think about what that means. Their 20-something child signed up with a missions agency saying, I want to go, and I want to reach unreached people groups for Jesus. And I asked them, I say, you know, it's easy for me to make uh, bold steps for Jesus when it's just me involved. It's so much harder when it's my kids. And I say, how do you do it? And their response is, the same faith we have of God's keeping power for us and entrusting our lives to Him is the same faith that we have to have for God's keeping power for our children and entrusting their lives to Him. And so all I can say is that wisdom from that missionary family is the same wisdom I try to apply when it comes to sending my kids off to college or uh, preparing them for life beyond uh, living under my roof. It really is a walk of faith. And the Bible says the just shall live by faith. But the Bible also teaches us that our faith is with great reward. 
when we have faith in God for ourselves and for our children, the next generation sees that. It marks them, and it allows them to go on and live in faith, too. So now is not a time to give in to the fear, and I know it's tempting to do that. Now is not the time to give in to the anxiety, and I know it's real. I've been through so much as it pertains to parenting, but I also know this, that the, the hope that we have of reaching the next generation is not to pass our fears down to them, but to pass our faith down to them. So I'm trusting God for my life and for theirs. Yeah, we were talking about perseverance earlier this morning, too. We cannot give up. We have got to continue to uh, persevere. You can't grow weary in doing yes. good. We we don't always yes. we we don't always have the luxury of seeing um, yes. the the results of what we're persevering in right away. We may not even see it in our lifetime, but we have got to trust God with it. <laughs> You know, I was talking to a dad, I was interviewing a dad on my program, Kelly, recently, who said, for years and years and years, Chris, I led family devotionals, and he said, you know, I thought at the beginning it was going to be glorious when I first had kids, and he said, most of those family devotionals, Kelly, were chaotic, they <laughs> they felt like nothing was happening, he says, but at his daughter's wedding rehearsal dinner, she stood up and she said to her dad in front of all the wedding party guests and family members that thank you for those devotionals you led my faith in jesus is firm today because of those and he said listen there are times when you don't see the impact but it's happening and so as we i know that it's in this day and age evil sells and it's 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 uh attempting to magnify uh the bad but the psalmist invites us, oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. So today, let's remember this is the day the Lord has made. Let's rejoice and be glad in it. Let's trust that he is faithful in our lives and in the lives of our children. Amen. Hey, Chris, I know we only get to keep you until 830. That just gives us about a, a minute and a half left with you this morning, and I don't want to keep you running late or anything but i i do know you're going to be on with chris fabry this afternoon and it sounds like yes. it's going to be a great hour of conversation you want to give us a little bit of a preview of what you guys are talking about yeah you know chris uh wanted me to come on to talk about why black history month as christians you know we don't participate in everything in the culture we have to be discerning mm-hmm. and so his question to me was why should we consider uh, reflecting on uh, Black History Month. So we'll talk about that. We'll also talk about heroes of the faith, some that you may know, some that you may not, but all reflecting lives that are worthy of uh, our admonition. So it's going to be a great conversation. I always love stopping by Indy, and I love hanging out with Chris Fabry. So it's going to be a great day. And we're looking forward to it seriously. And Chris, before I let you get off the phone, um, just because there is so much going on, and again, you know, seriously, um, hearts are breaking for what has happened up there at Michigan yeah. State, but at the same time, so excited for what we see going on at Asbury. And we, I don't know if you heard this, uh, we, we did have on um, a local pastor who has ties to Asbury. He was joining us yesterday. Wow. He's been down to um, the the campus there. He he wanted to go see for himself what was happening. Heard from him again late yesterday afternoon, and he was letting me know that uh, traffic had been backed up. They've opened three 
uh, chapel overflows yes. to accommodate people. And he said um, traffic wasn't backed up so much with cars as it had been yesterday because now it's becoming backed up with busloads of people, which just thrilled wow. me to hear. Wow. But um, I wanted to know if you, if you wouldn't mind, because we're all excited about what's happening there, but yes. we don't want to forget to pray over what's happening at other schools. But, man, yes. would, you, would you mind to lead us in prayer for uh, just yes. for revival, not just to, uh, for what's happening at Asbury, but, man, we got schools all over the place, and we all Absolutely. need Jesus. Absolutely. I love to. Father, we first off say to you be the glory for the great things you have done. We thank you that you are faithful. Even in our tragedies, you say that you are near to the brokenhearted and that you rescue those who are crushed in spirit. Lord, only you can bring beauty from ashes. Only you can take the fallenness of this world and glorify yourself through it. Only you can take what the enemy meant for evil and use it for our good. And so, Lord, we pray that you would do that. We pray that out of the brokenness and heartache of East Lansing and Michigan State would rise a generation that would cry out to you. May this generation turn to you with their whole hearts, just as we're seeing in Asbury. Lord, this is not the forgotten generation. This generation has not been cast aside, for you have a righteous remnant in every generation. And so, Lord, whether it's on Michigan State's campus or uh, in Indiana or wherever young people are gathered throughout the country, may we hear the stories of revival as they humbly offer their prayers their worship to you. Now, we don't control revival, but we certainly can petition for it. And so, Lord, we pray for a mighty move of the Spirit in our generation. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Chris, man, thanks for spending time with us today. Appreciate you, seriously. Thank you, Kelly. You guys have a great day. You too. Hope to get to talk to you again soon. You take care. You're listening to Mornings with Kelly and Steve on Moody Radio, from the word to life.